the stars have aligned in bringing us all together in the love and hope that is Star Trek. We welcome you to the Captain's Quadrant, so please be sure to like, share, and subscribe as it helps the love spread. Welcome, everyone. I have all my lovely friends here. I've got the lovely Captain Nita of the USS Caliente. I've got the lovely Navia, that girl Navia. And I've got the ever-amazing Commander Jace, and I'm Captain Joe Dove. Let us hop into the episode summary. Among the Lotus Eaters, returning to a planet that dredges up tragic memories, Captain Pike and his landing party find themselves forgetting everything, including their own identity, <clears throat> as he confronts a ghost from his past. I'm just telling you, I must have one of those asteroids. <laughs> I don't remember anything anymore, and I got ringing in my ears constantly. Oh, no. So. I sometimes end up in a room and go, what? What am I doing? <laughs> that uh, might be all day. <laughs> my wife wakes up like that, but she wakes up and goes, what am I doing with him? <laughs> it's okay. Oh. I'm used to it. It's all She's good. She's like, where's She's been doing it for 27 years. It's fine. <laughs> All right, let's hop into First Contact. Oh, we're going to do First Contact. Thanks. <laughs> For sure, he smelt it. Uh, <laughs> all right, um, Nita, start us off this week. What, did you, what was your first contact for the episode? I loved this episode. Absolutely loved it. Um, it really... It really showcased, um, you know, Lieutenant Ortega. Yeah, that was so nice. much. Um, mm. And I love, I love how they really were um, there for each other uh, as a group. I love this episode. Fantastic. Navia. Uh, so I think my Star Trek fan card is going to be taken away because as soon as Una said Rigel 7, I thought, mm, that sounds familiar, whatever. It's probably a weird planet that Kirk probably slept with an alien on. And I just like <laughs> threw it at the back of my mind. And 10 minutes into the episode, I'm like, huh, this is a weird episode. I'm kind of bored. And so I finally decided to Google what Rigel 7 was. And oh my God, I felt like the biggest idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Commander? Yeah, I've got to say, this is my favourite episode of the season so far. I mm. loved the idea and concept of it. I um, I don't know, I just connected with it. I really connected with Taker's storyline and see her getting a being the hero of the story I really kind of loved. And I just liked that it felt very TOS to me, just the yeah. idea of the plot and how it was kind of executed. And it wasn't done with with muscle and brawn. It was done with, you know, just really applying their own strategy to a situation. I loved it. Strategy, epic costumes, cold yeah. planets. We had all the elements here to make a great episode. And I thought this was a lot of fun and I had a great time. And we are ready to go into the next segment, Commander. Hey, wait, 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 wait. We what? have somebody else. We know Jason oh, isn't here right. at the moment. Yeah. We need to, but he's he's assured us that he has someone in the studio who's going to fill in for him. So uh, let's see who's who's in the studio. Oh. oh hi, Battlecat. How's it all hey, going for you? What did you think of the episode? Mm. Okay, fine. Be rude then. I don't care. <laughs> Um, in case also, in case anyone doesn't realize, Jason is currently in Japan. On an away um, mission. 
<laughs> he is on away mission, and uh, so that's why he may not be on for a couple of episodes. So please just still stick with us anyway. But you know, hey, let's. You know, he's been sending off some really great stuff. What he's been doing in Japan. So I mean, let's have a look at some of the some of the things he's been sending me. I love the fact <laughs> he's really adapted to the culture quite quickly. Um, so. I think that's really considerate of him, to be honest with you. He's going to yeah. call you. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know, but weren't you, aren't you guys worried as much as I am about the guy? I really am, because he's so tall, you know? He's very tall. Because, you know, Japan, they're a little bit shorter. He's so tall. So, yeah. But but he, he, he sent me a photo, which makes me feel more confident. He's doing just fine over there. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Good on, Jace. We, we, we hope he's having the time of his so life. What? kind of mission is he in Japan that he looked like that? It's a I don't know, but uh, he's looking like rather a smelt. He's been working out. He's been working out and he's making world peace. Mm. <laughs> One stomp at a time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jason's so going to ring me. Yeah, right. I was going to say, you're going to get a call right after this yeah. show. What the fucking <laughs> coronation got That's what he gets for going to have fun, all right? That's what he gets. <laughs> Oh, next man. segment, Captain. Next segment, sir. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. You know, I mimic that every time you play. Never <laughs> yeah. good, maybe shit. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, let's start with Navia, your pros and cons. What was maybe good? What was maybe shit? Uh, for my pros, I love the way Rigel 7 looked. And I yeah. think in this episode, we got like a full view of the AR stream that they used to film the show. And it was very obvious they're using it. It looked great, but it was just very obvious they're using it. But um, I love the way the set looked this episode. Um, also, I love that this is basically a throwback to all the classic tech episodes we've seen before. It felt like coming home. It was really nice. Once I figured out we were on Rigel 7, <laughs> it felt like coming home. Um, <laughs> And then obviously the costumes. I always love the costumes on Strange New Worlds. They do such a good job and the costumes were great. Uh, for my con, I feel like this was supposed to be an Ortega's episode, but we didn't get enough of her on screen. I really would have loved it if she was at the forefront. She was kind of, but not really. So that's my con. It's funny that you mentioned the, um, the costumes. I secret out. I actually work in fashion industry, and it's one of the last things I notice. Oh, really? <laughs> it still blows my mind that you do, Joe. Yeah, but anyway. yeah, yeah. I, people are like, you do what? Yeah, you know. You? I'm not a, I'm not a bouncer, you. believe it or not. Uh, <laughs> but He's I usually, a bodyguard yeah, in yeah. the fashion usually, industry. I'm always looking at people's shoes, uh -huh. but I never look at the costumes. And now that it's like, you know, it's part of the whole. And now I, yeah. look at, you've made me realize to look at everything. <laughs> I just wanted to thank you for that. <laughs> Nita. Um, well, I want to start with my pros. Um, I I was really impressed by um, Lieutenant Ortega, um, mm -hmm. the actress. I think mm -hmm. she just blew it out of the park this week with this episode. She got a chance to really... Um, explored different dimensions in her acting, right? Because she was this confident, let's go mm -hmm. on the away mission, da, da, da. and we got to hear her do her log. Um, but then we got that disappointed side of her. And then when she forgot her memories, we got the scared part of her mm -hmm. that you never really see. Um, and uh, uh, I really enjoyed how Spock dealt with it right before they forgot their memory, giving her the pad. This is just in case you forget. You know, and, and, and then, but they didn't realize 
uh, the pad wasn't going to help him because he couldn't read it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. He's like, yeah, it's me. I, I don't, just don't know what it's saying. Um, you know, uh, and I love the moment that Rike, that Pike remembers who he is. Mm. That, mm -hmm. you know, he's beating on this guy and his mind is not all there. You know, poor Zach getting beat up. Mm. But all of a sudden he realizes who he is and he holds back. Um, and, and I thought that was really fantastic. Um, Khan, I'm with Navia. Um, when Ortega started, I expected more from Ortega. I thought mm -hmm. this was going to be an Ortega, full-on Ortega episode. I was I like, my sister, my, my Latina sister was like, vámonos, Ortega. <laughs> yeah. uh, but they just, you know, they held us back because we're too much sometimes. <laughs> um, I, I can accept that. Uh, but I, I was a little disappointed at that. I was disappointed that we didn't get more... Um, uh, to see more of how the other crew members were handling mm -hmm. their um, their absentmindedness or their 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 amnesia, we got a little bit, you know, of it. Um, I I thought it was odd that Una, who was genetically altered um, in utero and can cure herself from so many things, couldn't figure, couldn't last as long as Spock did. I expected Spock to last because he's Vulcan, right? His brain works differently. But I expected her to be right along with him. So I didn't understand that so much. But maybe it was done because they wanted to feature Ortega more. I don't know. Yeah. So that's, that, that's all I got. Okay. And Commander? One of the things I love about this episode was the religion built around forgetting. So when they're on that planet, the way they were coping with it is they had built an ideology around coping with it, with that old guy that came in. And I absolutely love that. I love the forgetfulness part because they kept getting waves of it throughout the episode. So they would make some headway and then boom, reset. And he having to kind of inch forward in their journey, which I thought was really good storytelling. With Ortegas, I love the fact that in previous episodes, we know that's not the first time she was said no to on an away mission. So mm. they'd set this up like it was good writing again. That was the second time I remember her going, sorry, you're not going on the away mission. Um, and the fact that she's walking down the hallway, I am Lieutenant Ortegas and I pilot this ship. Yes. And I'm just going, you go, girl, you get there. You know, I was rooting for her so hard in that moment. I thought Pike's emotional journey through this episode was quite good. His breakdown in his relationships yeah. um, and him trying to being called on the fact that that's what he does when people get too close to him. He pulls back and him having to get over himself in a way. And finally, one other thing I love is the brutality of Pike at the at scene you were talking yeah. about, Nita. The pure brutality where I'm going, oh, snap, he might kill this guy. Mm -hmm. you know? I was convinced he was. Mm -hmm. Yeah, same. Mm -hmm. And and how can you hate an episode where the red shirt finally doesn't die <laughs> yeah. and he becomes a villain? Yeah, which is yeah, great. He's a mean daddy, I yeah. love the idea of that. I thought that is quintessential Star Trek for me. Um, no, and some of the cons. The only con I have, I'm actually going to steal this from our co-host who's not here today, Jason, because I asked Jason when he thought of the episode, and he said he loved it. But one thing he would have done. 
and I think this is a brilliant move, is make it like that film Memento, where it was actually plays backwards. Oh. Because oh. there are some similarities there, because they are putting markings on their arms to kind of as a way to tell stories. So, yeah, that's probably the only other con. Oh, and also that moment with the old man when he's actually in there and he realises, like, he, all the sorrow coming out of him because he's realising he had a family and all that kind of thing. I thought that was a beautiful moment. Mm-hmm. So, so if you uh, haven't guessed, I liked it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, so since you brought him up, he's an act, like his voice sounded really familiar in his face, though with makeup looked familiar. Does anybody know where that guy was from? But he does look familiar. I think he you're right. So, but I was like bugging me, mm. and I didn't have time to like look it up because I, I just watched it an hour before our show. So I was like, ah, who is this guy? And I was trying to IMDb, but there's so many people in the show that it's like I'm like scrolling through, and then you got makeup and not makeup. So it's like, oh, I don't know what he looks like without makeup. So I'm never gonna know. So I was hoping. So in your, if there's a lot of folks in the comments today, so if you're in the comments and you know who that guy is, please. Let us know who he is and where he's from. And because yeah, uh, Joe's trying to deal with his forgetting as much. Yeah, as Yeah, I forgot who he was. It didn't bug me, you know. It's not Joe's fault. He lives <laughs> on Rigel Seven. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. It's a very fancy castle. It's a very fancy castle, though. But it's Rigel Seven. I enjoyed this a lot. I think the the biggest pro right. was, um, of course. The red shirt, but also the fighting that they did in this one. I, I like a like, little bit of swashbuckling, and <laughs> I got what I wanted. And there was moments where you felt like, okay, this could be really bad for someone, and maybe they won't come back to the ship because someone, mm-hmm. and cats out of the bag, started a music career, and that would be Miss Chong. And mm-hmm. I thought, oh, maybe she wants to just go forward with her music career and go, sayonara, Star Trek, you know, but nope. Nope, she made it. She's like, oh, no, my guts. I put them back. I put them back. No, <laughs> no Tasha Yar happening no here, No Tasha Yar here, baby. Nope. Yeah. So, um, Joe, Captain Joe, we do have an answer to your question. Oh, sweet. Oh, please put you it up, Nader, if you've okay. got it. I didn't mean to interrupt, but I thought you no, might no, want to know that Sarah says his Reed name is Reed Burton. Hey, Sarah, Sarah. Sarah, if you can check and see where he would he is from that we might know, because that would be awesome. <laughs> Yeah, we make poor Sarah go to IMDb. <laughs> yeah. Sarah's our researcher. That's what we're doing. She's our researcher now. <laughs> yeah. She didn't know, but she's getting that title. <laughs> yeah. yeah, congratulations, Sarah. We're very proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> it's a promotion. Congrats. Yeah. <laughs> um, and my cons for this episode, though very small, was. The, for a planet that's very icy, they certainly managed to build a shrubbery, quite a large shrubbery nonetheless, <laughs> and kind of threw away with a little bit of reality because it's like, well, we've got this ice thing and you guys still managed to put up a tree. DC's Titans, that's why. Ah, there we go. Yeah. Thank well, you, Sarah. Done, Sarah. How quick was that, by the way, Sarah? Yeah, she's, yeah. He's a master researcher. Yeah. I hope that's what you do for a living because if not, you should. <laughs> missing out. Thank you, Sarah. You're awesome. Um, and then the other thing uh, for the cons, God, uh, I was now this is just me being a little bit nitpicky, but we had one of the best episodes from last season was uh, Children of the Comet with the mm-hmm. Ma Deep had come and who knows what it was. It would have been cool if they somehow tied that two together and the Ma Deep did this to this planet as opposed to the other one. It would have just been a nice little tie in. I but- want expansion, to be honest with you. I want. Uh, nothing, it doesn't all have to be tied together. 
I no, like the idea. It's everything is it's a giant universe out there. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a giant universe, but those those comets are also always out there. So it would have been interesting to see them have an effect on another planet. And but you're not alone, Joe. Uh, I, I, you, it skipped. Can, what oh, was it? What did you say? I said you're not alone, Joe. Okay. I thought that um, uh, she was gonna die too. Yeah. Um, I thought um, mm-hmm. you know uh, uh, Lieutenant Khan was gonna die uh, soon. Khan was gonna die, and because. She did, they had nothing, not even local medicine to help her. Yeah. They're close to the end of the episode, you know, and I'm going, okay, she did release a video. She is putting out her music and she's fantastic, by the way. Yeah. But I'm like, is she leaving us this way? Um, that will be sad. I was kind of like, I expected her to die and I expect to be very sad about it, disappointed. But I'm quite pleased that she stayed. I think her character would really just flourish and really bring... Uh, a benefit to the show yeah mm-hmm. she's what we call in the industry multitasking <laughs> so i can sing i can mm-hmm. act do, 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 do. and dance and dance <laughs> yeah all right next segment commander fighter well my <laughs> <laughs> laugh is so creepy yeah <laughs> it's a it's a, it, that's what he really thinks though um yeah hey look like, obviously, this is our segment. We can just interrupt each other all thing long. And we probably should pull up some comments, too, along in this segment. So if you see right. any great comments in there, Nita, throw them up. But um, yeah. we're four episodes in already on Strange yeah. New Worlds. Uh, what's the vibe like on this season so far for everyone? I don't think like- it's as good as last season. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, I'm glad like you pulled that Band-Aid yeah. off there, because <laughs> I mean, that's what I was going to yeah. say. Like, It's been good, but it yeah. is not, I think, at the level that we had early on first season. Yeah. But do you think it was just because we were excited for Strange New Wars last season and this season's like, it's coming back home again, you know? Oh, <laughs> I think they had to deal with the Una situation, which cost them two episodes. Yeah. Because, again, if that first episode very much feels like it should have been the B-plot of the second episode. Right. they had such strong content in that second episode. Yeah. Yeah. So, in, in a way, you know, I feel that's kind of not been beneficial to this And we got a lot of in the first season. Yeah. Yeah, we did. action. But, you know, Ernesto says um, in a comment here, throw back to the original pilot, The Cage. Absolutely. And I think that we tend to forget that those episodes like The Cage are not the, you know, action-packed episodes Mm -hmm. where you see people like um, Dr. Membenga doing all his skills. You know, those are slower, more uh, mentally challenging episodes. Which I I enjoy a lot myself. Yeah. Which which is a throwback to the original series where they were more mental episodes than they were physical ones. Yeah, Yeah. I I do. I will say the moment in the episode where she's going for the asteroid and sets the two lasers and cuts a hole through it. Yes, that's cool. It was kick ass. (laughs) That was awesome. Yeah, like yeah. Even though I like that was a great little nerd moment when we went yes. Yeah, Devin has a good question that we could explore. Um, as he says, I wonder if Spock couldn't read it because of his dyslexia. Oh, you know, it's a fair big, point. Oh, and, point. Yeah, because as a child, he had the Vulcan mm. equivalent to that. And I wonder, uh, was it because he couldn't read it because he was incapable mm. because of the amnesia yeah. or his dyslexia? 
Yeah, yeah, which was, you know, a rare mistake by Spock, though, isn't it? You don't get to see many of them, but you do get a mistake in his plan. Here, take your personal information, we'll be good. She was wrong. Yeah. Maybe should have been pictures. Yeah, Yeah. or tattoos, like homework. But but how Ortegas finds out, like the key to her finding out is accidentally saying something to the computer. Yeah. Yeah, That was incidental. That was just... She yeah. had said something and goes, you're Lieutenant Ortegas. You know, yeah. And you fly the mm-hmm. ship. Yeah, you fly the ship. And Philip's comment about that is interesting. He says they should have dropped the C-plot of Pike mm-hmm. and and Battelle's romance, expanded Ortega's B-plot to be on par with the landing party. No. Um, that's, a, that's interesting. What do you guys think of that? I'm, I see where he's coming from, and I mm-hmm. think he has some points, but... I like the romance. Yeah. I like that, the the complexity of that relationship. I think so too. We don't see a lot of in Star Trek is Mm -hmm. equal captains Mm -hmm. and how they maintain a relationship because. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I found it that very much like Deep Space Nine. Even though she wasn't a Star Trek, uh, excuse me, Starfleet captain, Commander Cassidy, Captain Cassidy Yates was a captain. She was a captain. captain. Okay. Well, Well, there was a lot of parallels to that. And then they're both cooking. So you got Anson Mount cooking, and then you got Captain Cisco cooking. So they're like, you know what really works in Deep Space? Like, All right. I, you know what we need? We need some kind of like cooking. You know, what's that cook-off they have on TV? Yeah, yeah. We need a Cisco, Cisco versus Pike. Cisco versus the Pike. Yes. What is it? It's a yeah. Japanese show, yeah. isn't it? And I know. Iron, Iron Chef. We've got Iron Chef. Star Trek edition. It's got to happen, right? Star Trek Iron Chef. Yep. Yeah. Star Trek Iron Chef. There you go. Yeah. Someone mentioned now, it last yeah. week. Now, about... what do you guys think of Carol Kane? Not, Not me, being on that one. Yeah. John yeah. says, I'm mad we got no Carol Kane in this episode. Hey, it's always disappointing, isn't it? Yeah. Because she's a scene yeah. stealer. Yeah. You know, I could watch a whole series just based off of her. Yeah. I would love to see like an anthology series, which each episode is a mm-hmm. different time period. Yeah. And her living through that, I'd be so down for that. Yeah. That yeah, I miss be... her a lot. She would have yeah. been perfect in this episode. Just see her wandering the Enterprise. <laughs> what does that button do? Yes. to see her be like, oh, yeah. Uh, Let me go into this room. Maybe she's still going to Mine now. <laughs> and you would think you would have thrown to her because she's a pretty integral part of Carol the bunch. Right? <laughs> Carol was stealing artifacts, absolutely. Yeah, but absolutely. that would have been awesome to see yeah. her wander without her memories yes. and, yeah. and, you know, accidentally uh, mm. touch the door and go yeah. into someone's room and go, oh, just take, just take this is nice. I'm taking this. I would you know, just that. That would be yeah. amazing. Yeah. That would be so great. Paramount, pay yeah. attention. Yeah. <laughs> it's not stealing if they don't remember, right? Yeah, right. Exactly. Was it one of you guys last week that said, because this has been bugging me now ever since Uh-oh. somebody said it, is what's the deal with this version of the Enterprise having such amazing captain's quarters? Yeah. Because yeah. he does. I mean, he's got his own kitchen and, and it's own in the front of the ship. Area. So he gets to look Poor out the window Kirk first. gets screwed, yeah. doesn't he? He had like a tube. Hey, go yeah, back to like and nothing. He had to go to like the lunchroom to get a chicken sandwich. Yeah, and yeah, 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 There was no. <laughs> Maybe Kirk is of the people, and he just wanted to blend in with the crew. Yeah, he wanted to sleep with a... all the women on the crew. That's what he exactly. wanted. Do you think it was a mistake to upgrade the captain's room since it's prior to Kirk? 
You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, I mean, maybe for us kind of really picky kind of continuity guys, but I see Strange New Worlds very much as a reboot for this generation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's why we're getting storylines that are hearkening back to the original series. It's Star Trek to go and go, look, this is a version of Star Trek you guys may have not seen before. So in a way, they're retelling. So they're going to make those kind of changes. I mean, a purist would go, it should look exactly like the original Enterprise. Yeah. Enterprise. <laughs> Can't even get that word. Enterprise, Enterprise. Jason. Ernesto says, Joe, that he that Pantheon <laughs> would not be able to get a prize. <laughs> Nobody's going to get a prize. I hope not. The Ghetto Prize is the greatest thing ever. It is the greatest thing ever. It is the greatest thing ever. the Ghetto Prize. <laughs> Mira, yeah. you have to throw up that co- uh, comment from Aaron. Hey, Aaron. Um, which one do you... Kirk walled off three fourths of his quarters. No, uh, put it up. Do, can oh, you put it, it up? I got it. I got it. Okay. I got oh, yeah, it. I got it. Walled off three fourths of his quarters for his own <laughs> private rent room. Oh my god! Accessible to only certain. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> That's iffy. Oh, the ship was huge. Too. Was that the A though, Jace, in the original Enterprise um, motion picture? Uh, it wasn't the A yet, was it? I no. it, and I remember it didn't it have a refit. Circular. It was a refit. Was a refit. Okay. Yeah. But to see, the motion picture came after all of this, after mm-hmm. TOS. Right, right, after right. After this yeah. um, uh, in timeline. So that makes actual sense, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but, I mean, it's not really a problem that he has a nice ah, movie. No. It really is. It is not really a big and it's, deal. It, it actually it's works as a good story point. It's a yeah. good way for us to see <laughs> the crew together and a bit more of a social kind of gathering. I mean, mm-hmm. some of my favorite scenes last season were in that room. So, yeah. yeah. So the A was, yeah, thanks. A was in four forward. So the one with the whales, right? Is that the one with the whales? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the one yeah. with the whales. Uh, all right. Uh, anybody else? Oh, you know what we should talk about, guys? What? Uh, the return of Star Trek on Netflix. I went to my what? Netflix account and I just watched what? Star Trek Into Darkness last night. Yes, oh, yeah. it's on I had some issues going the Darkness to sleep. is on there. Yeah, and went back on. No, no offense, but that's a U.S. problem. We've we've had Star Trek on on Netflix for years now. Really, we had it. Yeah, yeah. This so season wow. one was on Netflix, and then it just boop. No, we've had we used to lot. have all of them, but yeah. then when yeah. Paramount took over CBS, mm-hmm. they right. removed everything, movies, mm. Kelvin Timeline, everything. Yeah. And all of a sudden we got um, one the of Cal- the Kelvin Timeline movies, which I was like, oh, and it made me look to see if there was more stuff, but there was just that. Yeah, it's the, the well, Dion, you know, yeah. we're opening up a can of worms here talking about the Paramount thing because I think it's confused a lot of people out there. Oh, yeah. And I yeah. know there's a lot of fear out there in regards to it. Um, it is going to be a difficult time in the short term, but it will find another home. There's no way Absolutely. you lose a friend. You, you are going to mess too much with a franchise that prints money. Yeah, it may not print money for the streaming service. It may not even print money at the cinema. But this thing sells t-shirts, toys, ghetto prizes, <laughs> concerts. So, so it's a money making machine, which which means yeah. to everyone it's just going to find another home. Yeah. It's just in this awkward phase. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think um, that. One thing that uh, Jason I has, uh, because we've seen, uh, we've been, uh, I think we can confidently say we've seen Star Trek longer than the than than Joe and Navia. 
Unfortunately, due to our age, years, guys. But we can say that when it comes to the fandom, Star Trek fans can be a Pushy. very powerful influence um, and very aggressive yeah. about what they want and what they don't want. Um, and when they want something done. Dave and, and and we we saw when the internet wasn't a thing when you physically had to go and protest and send letters physical letters um not emails you know yeah. and and they got things done uh season so, three of yeah. TOS doesn't exist without the fans getting involved exactly. and as they have like you said several times throughout it mm -hmm. so that's why I think this because we've gone through a lot in the last couple of months I think by the end of the year, we'll all go, okay, we now know where the new home is. We mm -hmm. now know what's kind of going on. We know that we've got Discovery coming up soon. Like All this will sort itself out, I think. Um, but, yeah, it's still, it's crazy time, right? There's two comments I want to tackle before we move on. Yeah. I'll pull them up. Don't worry. Okay. Uh, and that is... Does anyone have P plus for anything other than Star Trek? So no. in our yeah, I do. circle, for sure. Yeah. yeah, there's, I like Tulsa. That's a very fun show. It's like I watch all the Yellowstones. You know Actually, yeah, I, I, you know, since I, I, I figured if I pay for the service mm -hmm. and I paid for a year, so I didn't have to think about it monthly. Yeah. Um, uh, I watch as much as I can out of that. Yeah. yeah look, I watch. I, I, uh, I do. Did you watch Yellowstone? Yeah, no, that I didn't amazing. watch because that just really interesting. It's a really good show. Yeah, it's you know, a fantastic it, show. Hey, hey, you know, Star Trek fans are not the only ones being screwed here on Paramount Plus. Yeah, like, it's a lot of. I, I do a show with Jason called the VHS File, and we had just finished doing Friday the Thirteenth franchise. They um, pulled all those movies. Pulled everything. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, so we were really lucky when we got all those yeah. shows done. Yeah, but yeah, that like they are wholesaling, going in and pulling out stuff. It's um well. We feel like they owe us an explanation, but I reckon if they tried to give us one, it would be so steeped in lawyer-like wording, we wouldn't understand what's going yeah. on anyway. Well, I can give you a quick uh, guess. No, I do not need that. So, <laughs> I would rather it's a, it's hear another from Battle Cat regarding this. Oh. What do you think, Battle Cat? Oh. Think Battle makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> I think she summed it up well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah one-word answers are always good, yeah. I All think right. she has a good grasp on the concept. <laughs> um, are we ready for our next segment, Commander? We are. Well, well, our next segment is we're thrown to a commercial. All right, let's go. Star Trek, the game. A game so challenging, you need this combat control panel to play it. Take command of the Starship Enterprise as you battle your way through unknown sectors. Blast Klingons. Raise your shields. Watch for space mines. Is this the most challenging game in the galaxy? It's inhuman. Star Trek from Sega. Wow. I, I love the fact you... I have a question for Joe and Navia. Do yeah. you guys even know yeah, what that controller up. is? Yeah, the Atari. <laughs> yeah, I had an Atari. I had a ColecoVision. And I had a Sega Master Drive system. Because my I, uncle loved those things. And then when Nintendo came out, he's like, I bought myself a Nintendo. Do you want these scraps, kid? You know, he started off with Pong and worked my way up to Mega Man. So I, I've experienced that game. I don't remember if I had that game, but I just remember there was a game where it was like 
there was an alligator and I had to like run across the jungle and like grab something on the Atari. And I remember going, you know, keep going with it. I like the Atari. It was but like, let's look at that commercial though. Like how pointless is the sleeve going over the joystick? Yeah. You what need was that about? Do anything. Yeah, what it's was that just, about? You still need know. to push the same button. You still and have to this, move this, that impossibly oh, difficult man. joystick around. Yeah. Yeah, Aaron Sugar says that he played the arcade version. Yeah, I remember that too. Yeah, up 100%. 100%. Better wow. frame rate on the arcade one. All right, we're ready to throw. We're going to go to now one of my next favorite new segments. It's time we celebrate another awesome Star Trek fan. I should have told folks to put on their 3D glasses like one of those rides. That Disney. I feel it feels like a flight sim, you know, yes. in a little bit, a little bit. Good job. Now, buddy. our awesome Star Trek fan of the week, and what what makes a good awesome Star Trek fan? I suppose it's a good question out there. You know, we're not looking at you know the big fish here. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Because like, we could turn around and go, Ethan Peck's a great Star Trek fan. We're not looking yeah. at these guys. We're looking at the grassroots people who spend all their time getting involved in this unbelievable franchise and trying to not only, you know, just live their passion out, but they share it with us too. So this week, we've got someone recommended to me. You know, we do, on this show, we, we put it out there and people yeah. get to make suggestions. I do believe this is Nina's suggestion. As soon as you said it, yes. we had a unanimous yes. Yep. This guy needs to be highlighted. Like and we're guy. talking about at Philip1814. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, everyone applaud. Yay. Everyone applaud. This guy's to... fantastic. Yeah. He is. I see him on TikTok all the time. Oh. I'm super jealous that he's got the body he has. Yeah, same. So he can wear those uniforms so well. And he's a lovely guy. But Nita, what makes Philip so awesome? He is the most loving and inclusive individual you will mm -hmm. find, not just uh, when it comes to Star Trek, but just including you um, in a supportive environment. I actually found a wonderful group of people on TikTok through Philip that literally just hang out doing lives and we mm. do silly things and make each other feel better. Um, and he is so open about talking about his personal things in a way yeah. that will help other people. Because uh, when you open yourself up like that to help others, it, it's, it's an incredible amount of strength that it takes. And I completely admire him. He is so supportive. Um, you know, when he, he goes to the cons, he actually was at the same con when Joe was there yeah, at the right. con in Philadelphia. And I text him, I said, go find him. And he, <laughs> he was like, yeah, I see him. And then when he <laughs> turns around, you were gone. I am like, <laughs> I'm like a, a shadow. Like you'll see me. Oh, there's Joe. And then you turn around, look, it's Joe. And you turn back, Joe's gone. Because I'm like, just an incredibly inclusive person. He makes great Star Trek content. And yeah. yes, we all hate you because you look so fine. And yeah, beautiful. you look really good. <laughs> Looks so good. Yeah. So, I'm gonna He's actually been on our again. show too. He was yes, on he has. He was on Breaking episode. Barriers. Yes. Breaking Barriers. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. Yeah, barriers yes, we talked yeah, about, um, you know, the African-American influence in Star Trek. He was part mm. of that, and he was amazing. Yeah. Um, and you know, yeah. he was also uh, took part in a little video that's gone up on TikTok trying to deal with 
toxicity in the fandom. So he's mm-hmm. now part of the No Toxic Trek crew, far yeah. as I'm concerned. It's all about positivity in this fandom. So yeah. That's right. He is, Excellent. He is truly a beautiful person with a beautiful heart. Mm. Uh, and, um, you know, there because he included me in that group of his that is not a Star Trek thing, but just a group mm. of people supporting each other, they have been... Uh, nights where I feel a little down, a little lonely, and I go on there, and they're like, "Hey, come on, Eva, be a part of us," and mm, and, and it's all because of him. And so cool. I love you, Philip. Oh, ah. look at that! There's... We all love Philip. So let's our official give... counselor, ship's counselor. There we go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. let's give him another. If you're not following Philip, that's his address on yes. TikTok. Get yes. all over it. Thank you, Philip, for being an awesome Star Trek fan. There the we go, the guys. Way, the the Excellent, <laughs> fantastic. All right. So now it's 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 time to we we've celebrated somebody else, and now let's put you guys to the test with Uh-oh. our next game. Uh oh. That of course is. It's time for name that Trek episode. The hell is that? I'm ready <laughs> oh, with the right. list. I'm ready right. for the list. For who? Uh, yeah. All right. I, just so that people know, listening, I take the first people that come in. The earlier you get here, that's who's going to get assigned. Joe, you have been assigned to Devin. <clears throat> okay. Sorry, Devin. Okay. Um, Sorry, Devin. <laughs> Navia, you have Aaron Sugar. Oh, and I have Philip. Oh, there you there go. There we oh, go. Yes. Well, this is going to be interesting. Now, I'll quickly go over the rules again. What I have here is an image, which is currently out of focus. So, over the next 30 seconds, it's slowly going to come into focus. Our three contestants up here will, once they feel like they know what this episode is, they will give me a good old Aussie oi, and then they'll get a chance to tell me what the episode is or if they don't know the name of the episode they've got to give us a really great description of what the episode is so are you guys ready yeah nah let's do i know you're not ready joe <laughs> so let's terrible. do hey, he's here we go and okay just before i start it remember <laughs> every picture every picture this season is from the first season of star trek strange new Worlds. All right, here, here we, we go. go. Here we go. Still, I need a backing track on. I'm gonna have to. Oi! Whoa, whoa, whoa! All right, Navia, can you? That's not Spock. Spock What is that? I can't believe this, but I do believe you're correct. Indeed, oh, Navia oh. wins. Wow! I gotta say, the That's quickest. The that is yeah, Jason. Season one, episode five. Spock him up. Do you know why? This is the, the one episode the that that's like amazing in my brain, and I've been waiting for this episode to come up. Have you? I knew oh, the wow. episode, but she was so fast and enthusiastic. Wow. Really got me. That was a quick draw. That was a quick so draw. Congratulations to Aaron Sugar. That's Aaron Sugar, you're going to win something, buddy. Yeah, congrats. So reach out to Joe, to Captain Joe. Give him his, your particulars privately. If you're on. Yeah. Instagram or Reels, it's Spectrum Sanctorum. And then mm-hmm. we'll talk that way. Well done, Navia. Well done, well Aaron. Done, and that Navia. Another episode of Name That Trek Episode. You know, every week I'm trying to see what's in there because I know the one with the tongue, and I'm like, what's yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, I've, I've, I've hidden some gems in there. I tell yeah, you, you did, I really you have. Did. You're very good at it. So, all right, that was great. I can't believe how good that was, Navia. You were like... Yeah. 
So you were like, you know what? I'm not even going to bother with them. But as soon as I see episode five, I'm all over that one. <laughs> yeah. He was very supportive of Navia. Yeah, yeah he was. Let's yeah. go, Navia. Everybody wants free stuff. Good stuff. All right. All right. Here's the uh, next segment. Uh oh. It's time for stupid Star Trek questions. I don't know if this week is really that stupid. It's a good question, guys. <laughs> Are we ready for this? This week's stupid Star Trek question Absolutely. comes from Phoenix. Ooh, yes. Why do transporters keep splitting people into two? Yes. Why? Well, it's very simple. You're <laughs> destroying your atoms. You're spreading them all over the place. And then oh. you're then cloning them and making two people. But is that the issue there? Because it's not supposed to break down to a molecular level and put you back together. Right. Yeah. So, I think so what's with the copy in the system when it doubles you? Right. I think it's a pattern buffer issue, and they're like, yes, oh, I'm trying to figure out. Issue. And they're just putting more molecules together, and they make two. Yeah, like Thomas, well, what if Thomas Riker, if, right? if you're making a copy, right? Is that kind of like a hard drive backup? Like, if the first one doesn't come through <laughs> within the transporter, they could go to a previous partition, yeah. Yeah. grab a copy of you out, and throw you in there. Because what's the deal with it copying? And if it does occasionally copy, and it's not supposed to do that. You'd be working on that, right? Oh, you would yeah. think. The engineering team is like, yeah, I think we got to work on this. And what's interesting, um, you can find an episode about transporter duplication, I think, in almost every mm -hmm. series. You've got one in TOS. You've got one in um, uh, Next Generation. Mm -hmm. uh, you've got transporter issue, not a duplication, but a merging in Voyager. Oh, uh, right? Yeah, the two-week yeah. episode. Or, or space, or um, I don't Tubix. know that Deep Space Nine had it, but you definitely found in Star Trek Enterprise a transporter malfunction issue um, uh, uh, with the the man who transported his son and then couldn't find them or wanted to find them. I mean, there has been some issues with transporter duplication. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I think if you knew that, what's your confidence level getting into one of those things at this point? Well, if I know I'm going to have a double, I'm going to do some terrible <laughs> things to the world. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I would let you in there. We don't want two Joes. We oh, do not need two Joes. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I can barely handle one Joe. Okay? Yeah, it's tough. Well, yeah, Devin says two Kirks, two Rackers, two Boimlers. Yeah. Absolutely correct. That's right. it, yeah, that's right, because he's in Section 31, the other Boimler. Mm. 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 So if you're it, looking for an thing? actual proper answer here, wrong group. No, no, no. <laughs> I don't we, know. We, yeah. we need an engineer. We need an engineer to answer yeah. that question. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. do. We need someone who understands the science that's not real. <laughs> there's yeah. there's two comments that are great. And Claudia's put that one up too. Oh, Never yes, had a DS9. Damn straight. Oh, yeah, that's, that's true. That is Best so true. ever. And then got to worry about that secret board code being <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a big yeah. issue. Yeah. Yeah. Another yeah. reason why I don't think I'm keen on ever traveling by transport. You're going to be like Bones then. Oh, yeah. You're going to shuttle that shit all the way. Yeah. Oh, I think that Philip also said it's a good story arc. It's like, what road would you take? And I think that that's a very good point. Sometimes you just need something that's a good story. Yeah. 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 Yeah, certainly but, doesn't end up on the agony booth. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. That is true. That is true. Yeah. Well, that was it. I don't think we've got any better answers. Like we have no idea, but it is <laughs> annoying. 
Um, it certainly has rocked my faith in transporters moving forward. <laughs> yeah, right. So <laughs> thanks you for that, Phoenix. You know what's <laughs> funny? When we only had TOS and yeah. um, McCoy would complain about getting in there. Yeah, and yeah, he yeah. Would just really just bitch and complain about it, right? I, I, I get it. I up laughing going, what's his issue? <laughs> Yeah, and now with all the duplications and the splits mm. and the merging and <laughs> the drama, was there one where they ended up in the thing, like like the the, the holopad? Like, didn't they end no, up like, like that arm? was that was Scotty who put himself along with other people in order to save himself because the ship was in distress. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Seventy-five years later, that's a different one. That's a different one. That's a different yeah. one. That's a, I know what you thought. That's a great episode, by the way. Oh, Are you talking no. about when they get merged into into things, the ship? You? Yeah, like I remember. Yeah. Like, All right, we're gonna transport you. I'm in the wall. You know, <laughs> Bone and Pulaski. Yep, they hate yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, Bones and Pulaski. Doctor knows something. But the, the, but knows the transporter something. saved her life. Oh wow! Remember when she had that that um. <laughs> That that genetic disease that, yeah. that they, yeah. and they, and they just old. beamed it out of her. Yeah. yeah. Poor Polanski. She's the mega Karen of the Star Trek universe. Yes. Oh. She? oh, she's yeah. totally complaining to the manager. Yeah. 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 Hey, what did Battlecat? Maybe Battlecat's got an answer about this. Yes. Oh yeah. She knows it all. What do you reckon? Oh. There you nah. go. Perfect. Completely answer. wrong. You're go. full of shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. I agree Completely with Battlecat. Yeah. I'm 100 in agreement. <laughs> Uh, could you put up Darren, uh, John Darinowski's comment? Uh, yeah, I would intentionally duplicate myself. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. You go yeah, in there, yeah. buddy. I thought he was gonna go somewhere else with that, and I'm going, dude, like, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> like to work. I'm TMI there, but you're gonna just send him to work, yeah. And but Sarah, doesn't that work Sarah out like that movie? Oh, and Ben uses the transporter to keep his daughter alive, too. So, yeah, there are benefits to the transporter, but um, there's a lot of yeah, negative. Except that was one of the most morally corrupt things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's so true. Yeah, Nobody yeah no, not, not cool. No. Not winning father of the year on that one. <laughs> so, wait, who's a better father, Mbenga or Worf? Oh, oh. oh. no. <laughs> Embanger is. Embanger yeah. is because Worf is just like. What is you this? You know how I feel about Plan that like ghost baby daddy thing. Yeah. What's that? You know, what did you say, Nita? Guys are horrible. Calling my Worf a bad father. He wasn't a he's bad He's terrible. Father. He's, he's, he's awful. It's, it's, it's another level. He's bad is here. Worf is here with awful and terrible. If, if Judge Judy had him on the show, she would oh, eviscerate no. him. Yeah. He it's didn't like, even know he was a dad. You know, and when he finds out. If he's on Maury, Worf's the one running off the stage. Yeah, yeah. I am not the father. <laughs> <laughs> and starts doing his little dance. He's not the father. <laughs> Yeah. I, knew it. I knew it. I knew it. That's a whole episode, you know. Yeah, that's gonna be a Kirk episode. All right, guys. Thanks for that. That was. Join us next week for more stupid Star Trek questions. And please remember to send us your stupid Star Trek questions wherever you can find us. Um. Where can they? Where should they send this? They should send them on the YouTube. That's the best on way. On the to YouTube, do it. yeah. yeah so after the show's Not over, here. so you don't get lost in the live chat. Be sure to come back, comment. You know what I want to know? Why is it that John Lupicard didn't have like some type of hair growth to come back and not be bald? Because this is the future. <laughs>
because he doesn't oh. need to, man. I know he doesn't need to. That's not my he question. Is, it's just but yeah, I mean, think about it. With all the technological advancement, um, advancement you're going to tell me the man had nothing going on, no medicine that can stop the hair loss? That was weird. You're that assuming that he <laughs> yeah. wanted to have hair. Right. Maybe he doesn't. I just yeah. shaved my head overnight. I clearly <laughs> didn't want to have hair. Although, so, like, although interesting fact, when he was cast as Captain Picard, they Gene Roddenberry said they cannot be a bald captain and made him put on a wig. And then they said that he saw him with the wig and they have recorded the first episode and they say, we need to re-record and take that wig off. Yeah, <laughs> because exactly. he really did not look it looks so. He look, You know what's funny? He looked like that dude who played um, Two-Face in the Nolan Batman. I can't remember his name. It slips my mind. I'm terrible with these things. He looks like Aaron Eckhart. Aaron Eckhart, yeah, with the wig. With the wig that really? the he looked, yeah, he looked it like. It was horrible. Kind of, it was. You got to look it up, Jace. Give me five and get that glasses prescription looked at for me. Really. No, you got to see that. You never saw. All right, it. next week we'll put a side by side on here. You, yeah, you put a side by side. Yeah, like, oh, that's what we're gonna do. You're a hundred percent right, Joe, and I'm gonna be like, I know, I'm used to it. It's okay. <laughs> Let's get uh, out of here, people. Says, Humans of the future do not have vanity. Exactly. Oh. Exactly right. That's yeah. not true. I will challenge that oh. because in the movie, okay. um, when uh, they I forget the name of the movie. Um, give me a second. But he remember when they were uh, defending the planet with the people who didn't age and the hair was growing insurrection insurrection he was noticing his hair growth and he was all about that and and, uh yeah that's because he was drunk on the uh, endorphins of the planet (laughs) right that was they all got a bit amorous didn't they yeah yeah. star trek Picard there's a little bit duty. of naked now happening in that movie. Yeah, yeah. Insurrection and the end of Picard the doctor, gets his back. Yeah, and Dr. Crusher and Dr. And um Dr. Crusher and Troy were talking about how they felt firmer ever since they've been yeah. splatted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's vanity for sure, I believe. Nope. There you go. Not in Starfleet. And <laughs> and who trusts that crew anyway? They've done nothing. If you if like uh, what's his face from Picard, what's uh, Todd Stashwick's character? Like oh, they were yeah. the most irresponsible crews yeah. ever. Yeah. Okay, they saved the universe a couple of times. Besides that, they just do whatever they want. Yeah, it's a real chicken and egg thing with them, right? Yeah, <laughs> it yeah, is yeah. a little bit. I don't know why I'm hating on them. I love them so much, but <laughs> I just felt like hating on them for a second. Um, no, very cool. Let's get out of here. Yeah. yeah. All right. So before we go, please be sure to come by tomorrow at 8 p.m. where we have a special interview with Stephanie Shavatsky from yes. Star Trek Picard, ironically, that we were just talking about. It is a fantastic interview. She is fantastic. We have a lot of fun. It is. Yeah, I don't have Jason's the image here. I'm trying to bring the image up of the oh. thumbnail. Oh, I thought you um, had it. <laughs> keep, keep stretching. Keep stretching. Buddy. Uh, we get into her other acting uh, prowess. She was in a surprisingly young rock where she plays <laughs> the indomitable China who broke barriers in the world wrestling entertainment business. She was in one of my favorite DC adaptations, <laughs> and that is. There we go. Stephanie, oh, it's the wrong one. With the, it's not the right one because I, I, her last letter I is missing from that. Oh. So if you guys can forgive me out there because I'm a horrible speller, this is the wonderful actor. Yes. But she has an I at the end of her last name. Correct. Yeah. yeah she's and how do you that. pronounce that, Joe? Uh, Shavatsky. Yeah, well done. Yeah, you didn't get that yeah, one yeah. right. 
Yeah, yeah. I uh, my godfather was Polish, so <laughs> it was help. In all seriousness, though, she is a wonderful She's guest, fantastic. really lovely woman, who is obviously a bit of a journey person at this time. Had been around in the industry oh. a long time. Who was one of those really great guests where you ask a question and she just ran with it. Yeah. And oh, wow. she was so articulate, so funny, so charming. She um, was great. Yeah, she's absolutely wonderful girl. And I get to meet her on Saturday, so that's even better. Oh. Yep. Yep, I'm going yep, to I'm another sure con, she guys. is really looking forward to that, Joe. I'm sure she's You not, mentioned but... it three times on the interview. I don't think, I don't think I'm catching up with you. <laughs> but I'm definitely going to be handing out stickers. So if, you, if you're in Contropolis, come say hi. Take a picture with me. It's free because I'm not famous. But until next time, be sure to join us next oh, Thursday. Oh. Check us out on Friday for 8 o'clock for the interview. Um, it's a great interview, guys. It really right. is. It, it really is. And uh, I want to thank... Both my sci-fi queens, Nita and oh Nadia. yes, Be I sure plug that next week, right? Next week, yes, next week. July 14th at 8 p.m. Mm, Eastern 8 Standard Time. See, there's a yes. there's a thing going 8 p.m. Fridays. Make sure you come <laughs> back. Always. There's always going to be something going there's on. Gonna isn't something. There? Yeah, we will yeah. have a special guest, Jenny Johnson, the artist who painted. Wow, this beautiful. Oh, painting. that's going to be nice. That is really cool, guys. Yeah. I'm really yeah. excited about that. A female that influence in science fiction and art. Yeah, that's going to be mm. awesome. Well done, ladies. So, again, there's always something on Friday night, but the most important thing, it's when these girls are on. So, check <laughs> it out. Yep, yep, yep. And then uh, I'm going to be doing uh, Saturday morning with uh, my good buddy, Brandon. We're going to be talking light. about shedding light on the amazing Marvel uh, Secret Invasion. It's going to be a lot of fun. There's going to be a lot to talk about because that episode was like, ah! at the end, you just like, Right at the end, you know? <laughs> so Let's be sure to join us for those things. Be sure to subscribe. Be sure to share. It really helps us out. And then ask your stupid Star Trek questions after the video is over in our comment section. Thank you again for watching. Thank you for subscribing and all those wonderful things. Be well. Yep, and, and goodbye from Jason. <laughs> <laughs> he looks fabulous. I love that. Yeah. Check out SpectrumSanctorum.net for all of our podcast merch. We have an entire merch store ready to give you all the things that you loved about our podcast. And get notified on all of our socials, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and our Spectrum Sanctorum merch store. Follow us today and be sure to hit that bell when you're watching our YouTube videos so you can be notified of when a new episode releases.